Welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast, the podcast that will help you embrace, grow, and be transformed by the transitions of life. Now here's your host, Debbie Ronka. Welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast. I'm Debbie Ronco, your host, and today's episode is all about the health transitions that a woman's body goes through in her 40s and in her 50s, you know, those significant years in our lives. This is where our bodies just stop acting the way they used to. Can anyone relate? I know I can. A lot of us can relate to this, and in our quest for health, we are looking for answers but not just any answers, but the proven and successful answers that will bring about the results that we're all looking for. Well, I'm excited to share with you my guest today, Claudine Francois. She not only personally relates to this health struggle, but she has created a revolutionary program that has helped scores of driven women to step out of the burnout and the overwhelm and into their most radiant life so they can have the all day energy, the focus, the motivation, and their healthiest bodies to take on the world. Claudine is a certified health and weight loss coach, as well as a content creator, podcast host, and creator of the Radiant Woman Method. Claudine, welcome to the Transition Bridge Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, I'm so glad that we were able to finally get our episode together because I believe what you are here to share with us, Claudine, is so critical, so important. Women's health is probably one of the most important things that we could talk about today. I have uh, this quote from Harriet Beecher Stowe, And she says, a woman's health is her capital. Mm. Isn't that good? And I, I just love what you're doing with women because, you know, this is a transition because when we go through different seasons, especially in a woman, every decade holds a different transition for us. And in particular, these 40s and 50s and yours is the transition of health. And I know, um, you know, for those who are listening, we always talk about the transitions in our lives and how they occur in different seasons. So even mentally for a woman in her 40s and going into her 50s, they're looking for their unique contribution. They're looking for um, significance and different things because as we're going, coming out of maybe a career or our children are leaving the nest, it's another season for us. And so of course we want to be healthy going into this next season. So I, I know you have so much to share, and I know you also have a personal journey of what you went through, which is always the catalyst to me of how we take our own pain and struggle and then create something for someone else to benefit from. So what was your story before you became so involved in health? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to share some information with your audience today. And I am just so grateful that you are providing women this outlet for their times of transition. Because as you mentioned, we have emotional transitions, we have physical transitions, we have environmental transitions, our health, our careers, everything changes for us at a certain point in our art, certain points in our lives. And so I just, I'm grateful that you're doing this. So thank you. The starts when I was in corporate, you know, I spent 25 years 
killing myself in corporate. And I think like most women or a lot of women, we are ambitious and we have gifts that we want to share in the world. And sometimes it can just, you know, we can just go too far. Yes. So true. You know, uh, and I thought like a lot of younger people that my health was infinite, that I could just do whatever I wanted and my body would just cope. But under that extreme amount of stress, because I was the CFO of an international produce company, I was responsible for multiple countries and locations. And it was a very high stress and toxic work environment. So under that amount of stress, my body was just, it was trying to give me warning signs. And I think as women, it's, we tend to want to ignore the warning signs. I call them like the, the emergency signal lights or the, the little red lights on your car that, you know, the, yes, they're like, Hey, you need an oil change or hey, your tire pressure is low. And I was not paying attention to my low tire pressure or my oil change warning lights. <laughs> oh, all of us do that though. We just feel like we have to keep pressing through because we have things to do, right? We have high expectations of ourselves. You know, there are people, other people have high expectations of us and we tend to not want to listen to our body because it's inconvenient. But I got to the point where my body was like, all right, I've given you enough warning signs. I'm going to just put you flat out. So I would have pretty much, you know, I would be gone from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I would come home maybe in time to see the kids before they went to bed. Maybe not because they were still little. And on the weekends, I'd be on the couch with a debilitating migraine. And so I wouldn't be able to engage with them, right? If they came near me, it was like pain shooting through my head. And it was, it was terrible. And I couldn't keep anything down, not even water. It was that kind of migraine. So I got to the point where I was like, this is ridiculous. So I tried the medical route, as many of us do. Like we start with the doctor. What's going on? Tell me how to fix this. They don't tell you what's going on. They don't know what's going on. And their way of fixing things is take a pill. Here's some migraine medicine. Okay, I can't keep it down. Oh, well, here's some anti-nausea medicine. Okay, well, I can't keep that down either. Oh, we'll put them in the other end. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was ridiculous. I thought this is no way to live. And I went through... I'll, you know, uh, I'm going to truncate this version because it was a very long process to figure out what I needed to do. But I eventually changed a lot of things about my life. I changed what I ate so that I could be supportive of my body rather than depleting. I changed how hard, you know, I, I gave myself more time to relax and reset. Um, I went through a functional medicine program to figure out the root cause of my issues. I, I had basically stressed myself into leaky gut which affects everything, right? It affects mm. the, the gut brain connection. It affects your hormone balances or imbalance in my case, you know, affects your immune system. It affects everything. So I went through a long healing journey. And at some point I met someone who said to me, you know what, you've gone through this process. Do you think you could share this with others? And I said, well, of course I could share it with others. And she said, maybe you should be a health coach. And I was like, I'm not a health coach, I'm an accountant. And she's like, but could you be a health coach? And I said, well, I could, yeah. So I, you know, of course I went through and got my coaching certifications and I'm now almost at the end of my functional medicine certification because I know how valuable it is to have the data 
to truly be able to figure out because for women who are in their 40s and above, we are going through some big physiological changes. We are having hormonal fluctuations, which can lead to imbalances if not handled correctly. And until we know what it is going on specifically with our bodies, how can we make adjustments? How can we change things if we don't know what to change? Absolutely. That's like the classic definition of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, so it frustrates me because you, when you introduced me, I'm a health and weight loss coach with, I think a lot of people, when they hear that term, they think, oh, you're in some L- MLM or you're going to give me some, you know, um, cookie cutter program. And that's actually the opposite of what I'm about, because I know that each woman's bio-individuality is going to, it's going to show itself in different ways. So, you know, you and I may have a, a similar symptom, but we may have totally different reasons for having that symptom. And band-aiding the symptom isn't the way to go. It's finding out why our body is having that experience and healing that thing. That's why I love that you're doing the functional medicine because finding the root cause is so critical because otherwise, like you said, we're putting a Band-Aid on it or we're just glossing over the reason why it keeps presenting itself. And you and I are so similar in that. For me, what I do, I find the root and the reason behind uh, the pain, the uh, wounded heart that prevents a woman from running her race. And here you're looking for it in the body. And both are so important to get to the root behind why her body is not functioning to its optimal level. And I I think, yes, this is not, this is not just a program. This is something that is restoring life and literally changing women's lives. Mm, Yes. And that's the idea is because so many of us suffer in silence. You know, I could have just gone on with my migraines, just accepted the fact that I would be sick every week or every weekend, or I could have just taken the medicine whichever way I needed to take it, right? (laughs) But I knew there had to be a solution that would help me be well, rather than just masking my pain. And I think a lot of women, they, they just kind of live with being in pain. They live with the uh, the sickness or the the dis- we call it dis ease in their body because they don't know how to get help. They've usually tried going to the traditional medical community and they just aren't getting the results they need. I agree, and sometimes we think, okay, well, I'm this age, so I guess this is supposed to happen to my body, and we accept it rather than resist it and find out answers so we can be healthy. So you have so many different ways that you help women. I was looking at your website. I highly, everyone, you have to go to Claudine's website and you know, you have like a four week hormone reset. You have a glowing woman program. You help women with their sleep. There's just so many different areas. Um, so Basically, what happens when someone comes to you as a coaching client and they're dealing with health issues? Like, what is your protocol? What is it that you do for each person? Mm. I I will say that, first of all, it depends if the person wants to dip their toe in or if they're just ready to roll. 
right? Mm -hmm. Because some people want to start with the baby steps and work their way through. But if someone really wants, they're like, I have tried all these things. I am, I am ready to get to the root cause and heal my body. We have for functional medicine, we have a protocol that we run people through. It's called dress, D-R-E-S-S. It's dress your health for success. So it's diet, rest, exercise, sleep, and supplementation. And the supplementation, I know people will, some people might groan or roll their eyes when they hear that. I'm not talking about your thyroid's low. We're going to give you thyroid hormones forever. No, it's not that kind of supplementation. It is a transitional supplementation to use your word that basically just stimulates your body into healing a certain thing. Right. So like for me, when I had leaky gut, I was taking certain supplements that were helping, you know, leaky gut means that literally your gut is separating. So to help make it a more fine mesh rather than a very loose mesh, uh, I needed something to help stimulate my body, do that healing work. And of course, that also meant to not, to prevent continue what I was doing before, which was continuing to, to give, to, to do things to my body that were making it worse. Right. So by finding that the foods that I needed to eat that were going to support my body by giving myself the rest that I needed by not over exercising, which a lot of us tend to do, mm-hmm. you know, by doing the right kinds of exercise for my body, I, I added more yoga, you know, I added more, um, healing modalities, um, and making sure that I was reducing stress because stress is a huge, we call it metabolic chaos. It creates problems throughout our whole body. And if for every person, that problem can be something different, but finding ways to, to reduce it, to release it, that can really help the healing process. I love everything that you shared because I found this quote and I thought, oh my gosh, this is so true. Every time you eat or drink, you are either feeding disease or fighting it. And that's from Heather Morgan. And just hearing you, Claudine, talk about, I needed to put certain foods in my body to help my leaky gut heal. You know, I think we have, our mindsets really have to change towards our health. What, and really be aware and thoughtful is what I'm putting in my body right now. Fighting a disease, preventing a disease. Is it helping my body be healthy? And, and that, I think, is a hard shift for women. How do you help them overcome the mindset of looking at the foods that they eat and, and maybe pushing some aside and introducing maybe something new and different? Mm, that's such a good question. And when you read that quote, I got chills. I love that quote. That was so good. <laughs> I got chills too. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to put that up somewhere to re- in my kitchen <laughs> to remind yes. me. Yes. Um, so how do I help women change their mindset? Well, actually, it's funny because a lot of us think of willpower as the issue, right? We right. think, oh, I just don't have the willpower. It's actually, so when we think we're craving something, it's not us craving it. It's our gut bacteria that are telling our brain, I want that thing. Okay. So we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria. And I'm going to explain this in a very non sciencey way because I just think it's it's easier for most of us to understand is that I call them the, the cookie monsters and the kale goblins, right? So the cookie monsters 
you feed the cookie monsters, they're going to be more of those. And they're going to scream to your brain, give me cookies. I want cookies. But if you feel the kale goblin, feed the kale goblins, they're going to scream to your brain, I want more kale. Now, for anyone who hates kale out there, I'm just using it as a placeholder, as an example. <laughs> uh, that's good. Pick <laughs> <laughs> anything that's a whole food. Um, but it takes two weeks to switch over our microbiome, which is all these bacteria in our gut. It takes two weeks of eating a certain way to switch them over. So if you have too many cookie monsters and not enough kale goblins, all you got to do is eat the foods that the kale goblins like for two weeks, and you're basically starving the cookie monsters. And I after like that, that two weeks, your cravings will change. So I tell women, I'm like, give me two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, you will want the things that are going to support your body. Two weeks does not sound long at all. Like when you said that, I thought, gosh, who can't do two weeks? And uh, it, to me, it reminded me of when you start drinking water more. You just create a natural thirst for it. Mm, so yes, absolutely. Two weeks. I could do two weeks. I, mm -hmm. I mean, that's so doable. Now I understand like your four-week reset because I thought, wow, I can't wait to hear what you, what you could do for a woman's body in four weeks, like just reset our bodies to be in balance, our hormones. Hormones are such a huge... Gosh, such a huge struggle and battle for us. How do you help women with their hormones? I'm so glad we're talking about hormones. I love Yay. it. Partially, like, people don't want to talk about it. They almost think, like, oh, it's the dirty secret we can't talk about, you know, the fact that our hormones are changing. And actually, if you really think about how our bodies work, our bodies are freaking amazing. Yes, they like, are. No man can touch this, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> They are so great at what they do. And we just need to give them the support they need because as our hormones are changing, we need to do pretty much the protocol that I, that I outlined before, which is give our body the foods that it needs to support the hormone balance, making sure we're getting enough rest because when we don't get enough rest, it puts our body in a stressed state that mm -hmm. elevates our cortisol levels, which is a hormone. And it suppresses all of our healing hormones. So our DHEA, which builds the body back up, that's it, they're all turned off. Our metabolism turns off when we're in a stress mode. And many of us are in stress mode all the time, right? True. true. So rest is key, getting the right amount of exercise um, and finding ways to de-stress. Those are all part of that four-week hormone reset. And you know, my continuation program helps women really anchor that in because some women will do it in four weeks and they have got it. They are, they've got it down. And some women will need that additional support because making a lifestyle change takes time. Yes. Right. When you think about it, we've had 40 years to develop the lifestyle choices that we've currently put into place. It might take more than a month to get used to putting ourselves first to making our meals, our sleep, our downtime a priority because so many of us are used to giving of ourselves to the point of exhaustion. And that is the recipe right there. We just, we think of others. We're, we're busy doing things for everyone else. And by the time it does come to us, we're so exhausted. Then we 
try to sleep and we're not getting the sleep that we need. So that was one of the things that piqued my curiosity. What are some of the main, or what is the thief of our sleep? What is it that comes in? I know stress, but but is are there other things that steal our sleep? Oh, gosh. Yes. I mean, some of it is easy lifestyle changes, like not being on a screen an hour before bed, finding a way to wind down, like doing a meditation or a bubble bath, um, reducing the lighting in your house because light stimulates, you know, we're, we're they call it diurnal where we want to be awake when the sun's up and we want to be asleep when the sun's down. So having that light is going to impact our, our sleep cycle. But there can be, you know, there's, there's the basics. But then especially for women who are in their 40s and 50s, there can be more to it. So like you said, stress can be a component. We could be waking up at 3 a.m., thinking about all the things we have to do and then not be able to go back to sleep. But what I say to women is, why are you waking up at 3 a.m.? A lot of times it is either a hormone imbalance that we need to address. It could also be that your blood sugar is dipping because either you drank too much the night before. And for some women, drinking too much could just be one glass of wine, right? Because when your blood sugar goes up, when you drink alcohol, it it drops a lot when once the body's done processing it and that can wake us up. Or it could be that we just didn't, you know, we might need a night, an evening snack. And I don't mean the ice cream, <laughs> as much as I love a good ice cream, I mean, uh, a well-balanced evening snack that's going to hold us through the night. Because when you're, like I said, just like with the wine example, if your blood sugar drops too low, it'll wake you up. So, you know, you might need a banana and peanut butter, or you might need um, some lentils or some kind of like uh, protein snack. You know, some, some women I know like to have a little bit of turkey before dinner or before bed. It can be whatever works for you because we are all unique. But those are a few of the things that I've noticed that can rob women of their sleep, but also having a great bedtime routine anyway, so that you're consistent. Because if you're really inconsistent with your sleep, it's going to be hard for your body to know what to do. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're training your body to know it's time to go to sleep. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. Yeah. I love that. I did not know that our blood sugar dropped. Like if you had a glass of wine that your blood sugar drops and that wakes you up. That is really interesting. That's very thought provoking. Hmm. Hmm. Again, is there anything with the amount of hours that we should stop eating or drinking before we go to bed? Is that important? It depends. Well, first of all, you don't want to have a really heavy meal. You know, you, you probably want to finish a heavy meal two to three hours before bed. Okay. But if you're someone who's waking up at night and you think maybe it's a blood sugar imbalance, have a handful of almonds before you go to bed. You know, it could be an hour before you go to bed. Um, I thought you were going to ask me, is there anything key about how many hours we sleep? That's a great question. We're <laughs> <laughs> not for you. Well, the thing is, you know, some of us are night owls, right? And we would prefer to stay up late and wake up later, but most of us aren't able to wake up super late. But truly, 10 to 6, we want to get 7 to 9 hours of sleep, but 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. is usually the best time because all the hours before midnight, an hour of sleep before midnight is worth two hours of sleep after midnight. Oh, that's interesting. 
Yeah. I'll say that again. An hour of sleep before midnight is worth two hours of sleep after midnight because of our circadian rhythm, because of the way our body works. So if we're, you know, someone likes to go to bed at 11, midnight, 1 a.m., they might want to reconsider shifting their clock to get a more restful night's sleep. Is there such a thing as going to bed too early? I mean, yes, because you want to be in concert with the sun. So in the winter, maybe not. If you're going to bed at 5 p.m. (laughs) Oh, no, that's (laughs) (laughs) I I love to be in bed by nine. Like, I love to be in bed by nine. But uh, because I I love to get my rest or just at least be in bed and just like be quiet. So I'm thinking about the different women that come to you and just thinking about ourselves as women, especially in this season of life where we're probably struggling with weight, our low energy, our motivation, everything's affected because of our health. What do you do? When someone comes to you and as a result of all of this, their self-esteem is just slow. Like maybe they just have given up and they're just at a really low point in their life. How are you able to bring encouragement and motivation for them to see this program through? You know, I have a few thoughts running through my head. Um, One is, hearing the stories of other women, where they have, where they started and where they have come to. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I find to be the most impactful is when they see their test results. So we run labs, right? As part of functional medicine, we run labs. And so when you're looking at a lab and you're seeing the reason why your energy is so low is because you don't have any of the major micronutrients, like you're, you're completely depleted in calcium or potassium or magnesium or sodium. And so you're not going to have any energy. You're going to have brain fog. You're, you know, you, if you're seeing that your hormone levels are completely out of whack and that's why you're having mood swings, that's why you're losing your hair. Um, that's why you're having that cortisol belly, you know, where we have that little extra, extra weight gain in the middle, having that data to show you it's not your fault. This is what's happening in your body, and there is a way to heal. That can be not only a huge eye opener for a lot of women, but that is empowering because now you have the information to make a different choice. Knowledge is power. Mm. And what you're doing, Claudine, is you're giving them the knowledge so they can have the understanding of what is not working. And then the best part is that you're providing the answer. And that's what I love about what you do. It, it's like what you said about earlier. We're not masking something. We're not, it, this isn't a hype program. This is, has proven results. And I've seen some of the testimonies on your website. And I will have all of Claudine's uh, information in my show notes. I highly recommend that you connect with her because she has proven results. And when someone walks the journey herself, and understands all of the pitfalls and understands the obstacles and has found answers and now has created programs to bring this to you. It's so life-giving. It's so powerful. And I just love that these are proven answers. And you have group coaching and you also do maybe private mentorship. 
Absolutely. Yeah. My radiant woman program is one-on-one because that is the program in which we're doing the lab work. You can't do that in a group. (laughs) Labs. (laughs) Gotta have the labs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So yes, I work with women wherever they want to start. And everyone comes to you at a different place, which is good too, because we're all unique and different. Absolutely. And we've all had different experiences. And I know how frustrating it can be to pay. A lot of women have paid person after person after person. They've gone to doctor after doctor after doctor to try to find these answers. And it can be so disempowering and so frustrating. And, uh, you know, I have been there. So I understand that you you may, you know, someone who's coming to me who, who doesn't know me or who doesn't know someone who has personally recommended me, they might just want to try it out and see, is this, is this legit? You know, does doesn't really know what she's talking about. You know, you're not going to want to get a big program necessarily from someone you, you don't know a whole lot about. Right. And that's what's so great about reading the testimonials on your website and just seeing how you've helped so many different women. I have another quote um, here. I love quotes. Um, If you check the health of a woman, you check the health of society. And that's by Rebecca Milner. And you start thinking about that. The woman's health is so critical because if we're raising families, we have to be healthy. If you're um, in the entrepreneurial world and you're creating, you need your health, you need to have creativity flow through you. What is what is stopping you from being able to do that? It's your health. Like it's a great way for all of us to think it's our health. It's not always the mindset or the limiting belief. And I, I deal with that too. But lots of times it could just be what's going on inside of your body that needs to be recalculated rebalanced, get that reset, and you'll feel so energized and motivated to run the race. As I I always say, every woman has a unique race to run. And what I see you do in Claudine is empowering and equipping women to have that healthy body to run that race. Mm, I love that energy, motivation, clarity of mind. Those are, you're so right, especially for women who are either uh, running a department or running a business or running a household, like you cannot function at your best if you do not have that baseline of health to allow you to have that creativity, to have that motivation, to have that energy. And many of us are just either medicating, you know, we're taking the ca- the caffeine to try to get through the day, we're pushing ourselves, um, or we are really dragging ourselves around just trying to make it through. And it doesn't need to be that way. We can have that health even as we age. We don't have to get older in that way. We can get wiser. (laughs) You know, I love that. We need to get wiser because people live longer now. So I don't want to be dormant. I don't want to be, you know, not moving and enjoying my life to the fullest. I have grandchildren now, so I love to be able to get on the floor and get back up and run around. And I have to really watch what I eat. And I'm listening to you today, I, I need to do so much better because there's so much more that we could do for ourselves. I've been so inspired listening to you. And I just want to encourage everyone who is listening, 
that there is hope for you. If you are really struggling and, and you're just wondering, am I ever going to get better? Am I ever going to be able to get over this? Or, or is this my lot in life that I'm just meant to feel this blah? Am I just, is this how it's going to be? Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you no. That is no. Your answer is to connect with Claudine because she has the heart and the compassion, which I think is first most critical thing to have, a heart to help. And she has the knowledge to help you get over that hurdle and to get you back into life running your race. And I know, Claudine, you have a special free gift for all of the listeners today. Yes, I created... So a lot of women weren't sure if the symptoms they were experiencing were related to their hormones. So I created a hormone health quiz that you can find out. And once you fill out the quiz, I give you tools. So I give you my best tools for here are, you know, here are the different things that you might be experiencing. And here are some ways that you can counteract that because I just want women to feel better, right? I want us to be able to be the productive, amazing, vibrant women that we are. Because we all have so much to give, like you said. Um, and we can do that when we feel better. I love what you do. So in closing, I'll let you have the final thought. If you would just love to speak to the woman who really maybe at this point feels so bad about herself, she just doesn't know what to do next. Or to encourage people in their health. What would your final words be to us today? Mm. Well, first of all, it is not your fault. There have been so there's been so much misinformation in the health and wellness world. If you have gone on all these different programs or all these different diets and haven't had results, it's because they weren't designed for you. Okay, most diets are designed for men's bodies to begin with, and they aren't customized. So if you haven't had results, it's not you. You know, like I said earlier, uh, willpower is not the issue. It's the microbiome. And any symptom is an issue because symptoms may be common, but they are not normal. So if you're having symptoms, know that there is solution. There is a way out because you deserve to feel your healthiest self every day. I love how you started that. It's not your fault. I love that. You just took the shame. You just took the blame right off our shoulders. Thank you for sharing that. And if you can just uh, verbally just tell us the name of your website, I will have all of her information in my show notes, but I always think it people love to hear it as well. Yes, it's in good clean taste.com because I love food. So there's plenty of recipes on there. Well, thank you so much, Claudine, for being here with us today on the Transition Bridge podcast. You've added so much value to our lives. You brought hope, you brought inspiration, and you also have shared with us that there is an answer to the issue that we are facing in our health and not to give up um, and to just know there is a better life for you. And it's, it's a fixable problem. And so I'm just so excited that you were here to share all of that with us. And I want to thank all of you for each week coming in as the Transition Tribe, where we come together to embrace, grow, and be transformed by the purpose and the power of our transitions. Thank you for joining us today on the Transition Bridge Podcast. 
We appreciate you. If you enjoyed listening today, please go ahead and subscribe or review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to check out the show notes. And for more information about Debbie, go to DebbieRonka.com. That's D-E-B-I-R-O-N-C-A.com.